Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you Money Tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and ultimately enjoy more money. Now, I've been checking out the, the Financial Times over the weekend, and I've mentioned this before, um, and I, I will ask you a question. Should you be worried about the inverted US bond yield curve? Well, probably not something you're thinking about over your breakfast this morning. Oh, the inverted bond yield curve. But it is, maybe you should be worried about it because this is one of the financial market's strongest and most reliable indicators of recession. And it's already starting to, you know, if you like, spook investors again uh, ahead of, you know, lots of things happening in, in the US, possible trade wars, um, you know, whether the Federal Reserve is going to cut interest rates and that sort of thing. Now, let me just explain a bit about this. I have mentioned this before. I mean, it's basically where short-term bond yields are higher than long-term yields. Now, you'd normally expect that, you know, if you go down to your local building society and you say, what interest rate will you give me? They'll say, well, this is the instant access account that the, the interest rate is like tiny quarter percent. But if you put your money in for, say, a three-month notice, you'll get a little bit more, maybe 0.75%. If you leave it there with us for two years, five years, you know, we'll give you X amount. That, that's the normal way of doing it. Now, in this case, with, with the bonds, you, you, the, the, the yield on a, that you'd expect to get on a 10-year bond is, is lower than um, almost like instant access yields if there is such a thing. And it, I'll, I'll explain what the Financial Times says. The yield curve, which shows interest rates on bonds varying, with varying maturities, have been inverted for a full month. Uh, commenting uh, that, that it, it could be a dour outlook for the for the US economy. And the extent of the, the inversion deepened on Wednesday when as the market digested a new round of weak economy data. Um, sliding long-term yield interest rates suggest economic weakness is approaching. And the yield on the 10-year Treasury bond, this is basically the, the US Treasury, Treasury giving out interest rates for for borrowing money. So you give the money to the, the, the British government, the US government, and you would get a, a yield or a, a rate of return, an interest rate on that that bond. And that bond is also tradable, unlike a, a, a sort of a building society account. Now, the yield on the 10-year Treasury bond has fallen sharply below that of a three-month government bond or government debt. And the gap between the two is closely watched by investors and policymakers uh, at, at two point at twenty six basis point, well, I'm not quite sure what that that means in basis points, but um, and and basically people are now saying that uh, it's telling us something. Now this, you might say, well, okay, there's so many things around that that can predict inflation. Uh, Zig Ziglar used to say that the the media, uh, you know, the media has predicted three out of the nice last nineteen recessions or something like that. In other words. You know, they keep predicting recessions and, and eventually they come. Uh, but the gap between the three month and the 10 year bond yield has been negative before every US recession in the last 50 years. 
Equity markets, this the stock market, are still hitting record high yield highs in, in the US and, and probably in the UK as well, are slower to respond to the potential of an economic downturn. So I, I've said this before as well, that I think the, the, the stock markets are definitely overpriced anyway. Uh, they've been going up for 10 years. And, you know, why, why do I keep talking about a recession? How do I know a recession is coming? Well, that's because a recession always comes. Uh, the, the market and, and life just doesn't keep going up in one straight line, does it? There's always a, a, a curve, the, the yin and the yang, the night and the day, the, the positive and the negative. You know, th- there's always um, a, a curve. There's always a bit of a boom and a bit of a bust. And that, that's just the way things have always gone. I, I, don't, I don't know why this is. Uh, and for the last 10 years, the stock market in the US has been going up. Many investors like Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, who are you know super investors, are, are, are not, very, not buying very much at the moment because they say there's no value out there to, to buy anything you know, worth it. There's nothing out there worth buying. So they've been holding back on, on buying anything. Um, now, I, I prefer to sell it like it is. I'm not one of these guys that just be positive, don't think about it. I mean, Zig Ziglar used to say, don't join the recession. You know, he said, there is a recession coming, but I'm not going to join it. You know, he, he just keeps going. And there's a lot to be said for that. This is the economy versus the economy. There's a lot to be said for just carrying on, working as hard as you can, getting out there, doing business or, you know, becoming indispensable at work. There's a lot to be said for that. But you've still got to look at the market and say, well, where should I be invested um, you know, in fact, fund managers, uh, in, in, also in the Financial Times, they, they are saying that a record number of fund managers are preparing for a recession. So that might mean investing in companies that are, are typically weather the, the in recessions, like the, the evergreen businesses that don't go up and down very much, even during a recession. You know, like, you know, we still have to buy food. We still have to buy basic commodities. So these companies tend not to to drop so much in a recession, unlike the companies that boom and then bust. So fund managers are preparing for it. And you know, I, I believe we all should prepare for it as well. Why not? Why not think about the, the, the overall economy as well as your own economy? Think about what's happening out there. Think about where your money should be. Think about you know wh- what your borrowings. You know, do you want to be caught with your pants down, as I say, in, in a recession, like in the last financial crisis when banks started calling in loans if they felt that you were overgeared and that your um, you know, your loan to value was, was high because of a, a drop in the property prices, they were calling in money. They were calling in even you know large investors that, that own 50, 60, 100 properties found that, that the banks were calling in their loans. That means saying, we want our money back. And if you look at uh, a typical mortgage agreement, you might not notice this, but most mortgage agreements have uh, a clause in there that the bank can call the money in at, at something like 30 days notice. It very rarely happens. But, you know, if you've gone out um, and, and borrowed, say, 80% on a buy-to-let mortgage and that property is worth, let's keep the math simple, you bought something for 100000 you borrowed 80000 but during a recession, the bank feel that that value is no longer a hundred thousand it's actually now gone down by 20 percent, so it's eighty thousand you you then are a hundred percent loan to value you're you're too highly geared for their for their comfort banks like to to feel that they're you know no, nobody's much more than about 70 percent gear geared so 
at that point, if the bank said, well, the value has gone down, and you said, well, I'm still paying the mortgage, there's tenants still there, what are you worried about? They said, no, we've got to balance our books, our balance sheet. So they might then say, well, actually, we, we want our money back. And then how are you going to give them the money back? The property's gone down in value. You can't sell it that quickly. You can't sell it in 30 days. You can maybe bridge it for that time, but then you'd be stuck with a high interest rate. And who's going to want to lend to you when the value is now 80,000, not 100,000, and the for sale value is probably more like 70,000. So you could be then stuck between a rock and a hard place. So you need to think about these things. It, you know, if a recession is, is, is impending, then you, you don't want to be borrowing and borrowing and borrowing and remortgaging and going up to there every time because you could get caught, as I said, with, with your pants down. So we'll, we'll think about that. In, in perhaps an, another episode, maybe how you would prepare for a recession. Uh, but you might also want to think about money in your pension fund. Most of us got have got some sort of pension fund. Most of us don't think about where that money is actually invested. You just think, well, I'm going to get a pension when I retire. But what, what are the fund managers doing with your money? Is it like most fund managers, it's probably two thirds in inequities. It's in a managed type of fund where most of it is based on equities. Now, do you want your money in equities when the market has gone up for 10 years and, you know, what goes up must come down, as they say? Um, I, I wouldn't want all my money in equities in, in a pension fund. So you might want to think about it. You might want to ask your fund manager, is there an alternative? Could you move into a safer haven for a little while until things pan out? And, and we know that maybe if there has been a correction, the market is on on its way up. So I, I suggest you, you you want to think about that, especially if you are nearing retirement and you've got you know, a bigger fund there all sitting in equities no you don't want to be doing that you need to take independent financial advice on this so so definitely do that because fund managers you know whereas as an individual investor you know if all your savings are tied up in stocks and shares you could say well i want to sell those now but the fund manager can't sell every stocks and sh- every you know, share in in that fund you just can't do it um, if every fund manager in the city sold everything, there'd be no buyers and the market would just would just collapse. So and, and, and fund managers have to be invested all the time. They've got a different way of thinking than an individual investor. They have to be invested. They, they have to think of, of short term things. Um, so they're not they're going to ride it out. But well, ride it out. I mean, if the market goes down, they'll sit on it and tell you to sit on it because they don't want everyone pulling their money out of the fund and panicking which is, you know, you don't want to be doing that. If if the market has already gone down, you don't want to be pulling your money out after it's gone down. You, you, that maybe is the time to wait. So again, take take independent financial advice on this, but I'm just saying, watch out for this inverted y- yield curve. Look for the signs that of a recession or a slowdown, because, it, 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 you know, when it hits you, if you're not prepared, then, you know, that's it. It's too late. Uh, it, it really is. Um, if you find you're overborrowed, or you know you find your your business is not doing too well, and you you owe a lot of money to the bank, these are things you you've got to look at. Also, in your job, um, you know today we we heard that the uh, Deutsche Bank is is already laying off people around the world. Over the weekend, they announced they were going to cut eighteen thousand jobs, and I, I think today they've already started cutting jobs in Australia, London. They employ eight thousand people in London. Um, you know, if those jobs go or a proportion of those jobs go, because I think they're, they're going to cut back on their equity trading side. A lot of that is in London. You know, these are 
high paid jobs you know these are people who've got mortgages they've got families they, they some of them in, in that company might be renting property you, you could be their landlord um and, and it, it's going to have a, a big effect and once things start on this downward spiral then it's very difficult to get out of it it has to sort of reach a bottom point before things start coming up because if you've lost your job at deutsche bank where do you go next you know are there that many jobs around particularly when other banks might be thinking of you know, reining in their horns a bit. So um, it, it, it can be quite serious, but try and make sure that you have a think about this. And we'll, we'll go through this in another episode and how to prepare for a recession and what to do in a recession. And of course, it is about you and what you do in the you economy, but you still have to be aware of, of what's going around you, going on around you, particularly if you're in a job. Obviously, the best way to be prepared for a recession is to have lots of cash in the bank and spread it out in many banks and have no debt. But if you're not in that position yet, uh, start start thinking about what else you can do. So that's all for now. Uh, I, I'm sorry it's been a bit of a downer, this one, but I like to tell it as it is. I, I don't like to sort of hide the truth and sugar candy it. Um, th- there will be a recession come in, I know, because it will eventually come. I don't know when. We, we, you know, Nobody knows exactly when, but the signs are not looking too good, uh, particularly with what's going on with Trump and, and of course, in Brexit in, in the UK. So thanks very much for listening. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and of course, enjoy more money. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 